0: Welcome to stories told by friends.
1: I just, uh, I just know that those three men had a huge influence in shaping who I am and how I view the world, and uh, um, the, how blessed I feel to to be where I am today. It
0: deals a lot with those three individuals. My friend Dan dropped by with his usual penchant for history and a bottle of OFTD sixty nine percent old-fashioned traditional dark rum fitting and great for a story here he is so dan welcome nice to see you thanks for being here
1: well thanks for having me dave
0: did you rehearse at all
1: no i have no idea <laughs> That's I've,
0: good i've got a general theme so you didn't write anything out? No, of you know? course not. No, <laughs> come on. You're a very detailed person. You wrote everything out, and then you stood in front of the mirror. You you can tell me exactly how long it's going to be. Probably. We, right? Well, we did that. You know, when uh, Cooper <laughs> had me, you know,
1: speak at the uh, celebration of John's life. That was about the one time I had to. That's actually probably the one time I actually stayed on target,
0: you know, probably. task, task yeah. and I didn't go. You know, mumble and bumble all my way through and stayed focused probably a good idea there's always significance around any one of these stories but uh, today's the Ides of March you probably oh, knew I, that
1: I, you know what, I was not paying attention but <laughs> beware the Ides of March exactly I, I <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's <I> exactly <laughs> what I was thinking is you should have been Yeah. I, this, this may be a, a huge betrayal, yeah. you never know yeah. but, uh, I was, but it's a up to Davy. <laughs> So, um, anyway, yeah, no, it's great to have you here. Is there anything that you'd like to say uh, before we get started with the story, just to introduce yourself? Uh,
1: Not necessarily. I think the story that I have, as we mentioned just leading in, I I don't have anything written down. But I think the story will tell who I am to a certain extent. I I thought I would focus on
0: the three men who made me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought All right, that, that a theme. A theme.
0: That was my. That, that was my theme. Sorry. Excellent. And uh, the clinking that uh, may be audible is uh, appropriate as well. Is that uh, that's sixty nine percent rum, yeah. but with three cubes, so it's cut down to the yeah. uh, the uh, original and authentic uh, level of proof that uh, sailors would have had. Yeah, that's so an OFTD. I think it was
1: official dark something
0: dark rum. Anyways, it was, yeah. it was very nice. It that's come, good. I was very happy
1: with this. It was a nice. <laughs> It's, it's, it's going to help the flow of the, uh, the story, I hope. Yeah, and you know, so it's definitely
0: helping the flow of uh, my listening because uh, <laughs> with the, the half an ounce he gave me, I, I'm, I'm losing consciousness. Well, so. that's great. <laughs> yep.
1: well, I, well, I don't know if my dad would have proven this. So there's three three people we're going to focus on now. Um, and kind of go, go through my life. But it was uh, Duncan McPherson my brother john Dewar and my dad john Dewar, so though all, all three men uh had a great influence unfortunately they're all uh well, fortunately they're all with us in spirit but they're not physically with us anymore but i think right. that, you know if i look at the things that i am happy about and, of who i am and how i live my life i think is really you know based on those three three gentlemen thanks for giving me this opportunity uh i think it's therapeutic in some ways i, I wanted when i said well, they wants me to tell a story, and I know I go off on tangents, <laughs> Some of my <laughs> students tell me to get back on task <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I think going back, I you know my dad my dad through my childhood, you know, was kinda of stands out as being when I'd get up in Sudbury, some of my earliest memories is getting up and would I'd walk with John uh, over to the lake, which was just a block away, and we'd go swimming in the shield. And just uh, fond memories, but my dad was was always there. He'd go, he'd go with us, and he'd go swimming. And you know, my dad would, you know, uh, just and my mom, you know, kind of shower me with unconditional love. But it was kind of let me do whatever, whatever I pleased, which we had had its ramifications to as we go through, as you'll see. Um, so as we journeyed and uh, went through life, I, I went uh, from Sudbury, we went down um, to Amherst, Massachusetts. Uh, and my dad, one of the things, because my mom was forced to follow kind of my dad's career, he made a deal that, well, I'll go where you want to go on uh, well, my sabbaticals. Uh, you know, when I do my research, it'll also benefit you. We'll try to make sure we get to go to where it's important for you to do your study. So my mom goes to Smith College, but my dad goes down to, uh, Am- he chooses Amherst, Massachusetts when I'm in grade three. And we go and I'm going and I'm having this uh, great experience. Uh, it's the year before the bicentennial in the United States. So it's 1975. Uh, and I'm feeling i um, grade three, and my dad is driving me around uh, Massachusetts. I get to go to uh, Old Deerfield, which really stood out my mind. My dad was uh, driving me to all the little hockey games because I played in the all-star hockey team. And we'd go, and he'd uh, take us to these competitions. And it was it was just a great feeling of understanding the geography of Massachusetts. But as I said, with the bicentennial coming, we'd go to Boston, and you know there was nothing but history surrounding you, and uh, go to Bunker Hill. And, but I remember a hot humid day. I'd walk up the uh, the tower. I came back down. We go to the oldest uh, uh, restaurant uh, uh, in Boston from the 1600s, and they're famous for their clam chowder. But on a hot humid day, and I'm grade three, and I've traveled, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the best combination. So <laughs> History above all. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I I, I I get sick in this beautiful restaurant. My dad takes me, but you know, my the fact I had these great experience. My dad, my brother, the first book my brother ever read that I know of that stands out my mind is he read this uh, boy captive in old, old Deerfield, and. Hey, it was just before we went down, you know, just to get ready for our, maybe our sabbatical. But my brother's Creed Six, this is like a 200 page book. It's a story of history of a oh boy was Caught by the uh, the French and the, their first Nations allies, and they, they come down and they take this guy from a Puritan background and he actually starts loving the indigenous life and the French life better than the Gourbois life the, wildlife, the more so than his English Puritan lifestyle but you know lo and behold I'm, I'm going through these same areas with, with my brother. I had this epiphany you know my brother you know he was my best friend throughout life. And it had a lot more to do with him putting up with me than <laughs> than anything else. He just, as a big brother, I wanted to go do activities with him, but he'd always accept me as we go through, like go and play in the, um, the old fort that we wanted to He'd build with his friends. And they'd let, he'd let me kind of tag along, but none of the other guys would let their brothers tag along. So, so as we go through life and you start progressing, I, we come out to Saskatoon, and one of the first guys that you know, I'm going to introduce, uh, Duncan, um, he played hockey as well. That was one of the connections through sport. But it was, I think I first met him playing flag football, uh, North Park Wilson, a good rivalry back in the day in, in our old, old haunts. And, uh, he was just, you know, he's a very good athlete, but more he just had a presence, a personality, and he made life rewarding for those he came into contact with. And we just had a great relationship. Uh, and we, I only played hockey with him for one year with the North Stars back in the day, but it was, it was a great time with the hockey. But through high school, we played a little football together and then I remember him playing with the Blades and playing with Wendell Clark and he gets drafted first round with the New York Islanders, but I'm going you know, university and we'd get together. Every summer we'd go off to you know, uh, Candle Lake or Emma to play beach volleyball and then he'd be go off playing professional hockey and I'm off to university. And uh he goes and he uh has this experience where um he gets drafted in the first round but he injures his knee and he wants to he gets a job to be a player coach in Scotland with his last name McPherson. But he I met the Australian pavilion having some drinks with him. Uh I go off to coach uh the, the uh, BSI basketball in Edmonton. <sighs> when uh, Duncan goes uh, to the Stubai Glacier, he goes and visits his, his, his players that are buddies from Europe. And one guy was playing hockey professionally in Germany and he takes his sports car and he goes uh, uh, down to the Stubai Glacier just south of Innsbruck. And uh, he disappears. I, I woke up like two weeks into my uh, second last year university playing Husky football and he was Duncan McPherson disappears. So, well, how does he disappear? They don't find his body until 14 years later. Like his, his mom was devastated. He was snowboarding, uh, in this place that I go visit two years later when I go traveling with my brother, which we'll get to. Um, I just, you know, couldn't imagine Duncan not being with us. And I really, it was the first time in my life that someone died physically earlier than expected. And I kind of, you know, what's the purpose of life? You know, and this is kind of why I chose these stories. So, you know, and I think it really helped me dealing with my uh, brothers and my dad's passing was having Duncan uh, die early. Uh, kind of exposed me to it, saying, well, what's, what's the big purpose? You know, why are we here? You know what are the things that we can take away, and one of the great things I found with Duncan was it was it was a gift to know him. Uh, he made life rewarding for himself, but in doing so, he made it so rewarding for the people he came into contact with. And I could see why he went snowboarding the stupid Glacier, just because it was a this place kind of combining the ruggedness of the the Rockies with the the greenery of the West Coast and the. And, uh, the austrian alps and it's right on the border between austria switzerland and, and italy it's just you know it's a gorgeous gorgeous spot and i went and visited there two years later and uh uh just was amazing i didn't realize it only a 100 yards away from where he actually had fell down the crevasse and crawled back out and you know was buried alive or run over by the grooming machine as they found out later so anyways tragic tragic story but he really made you know me really reflect and say hey you know uh instead of mourning someone's loss uh, it's been a gift to have them in your life doc just wanted to have a good time i remember you know the, the beach volleyball maybe even stands on more i remember going to candle lake and uh, Aunt emma and we would go and we'd get you know sunburnt and you know play hard game of beach volleyball but then he'd you know he'd have this little muslim canadian pack buried you know 10 feet out into the water getting uh, get nice an cold and would go and grab that and come back and i just uh remember him you know uh, uh, kind of expressing just that uh, you know a joy of life that he he had in so many ways but there was a deeper understanding yeah i'm not capturing it, it wasn't just he had fun he, he he appreciated. And he was respectful to others. Like he was notorious for just lining up and laying people out in, in hockey. Like he was the guy would come out across the blue line with his head down, and you just saw Duncan was lining it up. and you could see it in <laughs> slow motion. He just you know, he would just crunch the guy uh, in, in a massive way. But it, it wasn't in a, a vengeful or hurtful. It was just you know it was clean hard. Hit. He was never out to injure anybody, right? But he was there to remind you that you know, you know, don't come by without paying the price. You know, I don't. Water always connects to this as well. as I remember with Duncan. I remember water sliding in the weir uh, <laughs> back back in eighty three, eighty four. You know, the water level in the South Saskatchewan was low, but i water sliding down the weir on the side and i'm lucky to be i realize i'm pretty fortunate still to be alive i probably you know shouldn't be here you know that was kind of foolhardy but again uh, i did live life to the fullest and had some really fond memories you know going back you know now john the next uh, uh person uh, to pass physically was you know such a Positive influence, like I said, he was not only my you know big brother, and I you know I I role model myself. I quit hockey to play basketball. He just a role model after my brother. I just wanted to be like John. To be honest, like that was you know that was the whole reason I probably should have you know still kept on playing hot. But I I want to be like John. I didn't want to tell him that, but that was that was the truth. And you know, just like anyone, he he had flaws, but he was you know being a big brother was not one of them. He was just an outstanding big brother even playing senior men's basketball after university that we played for 20 odd years together was wasn't to show up the gym to just play basketball was to be with my brother you know those were just the you know and i I just enjoyed being with him and traveling and doing things with you know moving around his dad being the dean we you know his friends would change but he always we always had each other we moved from place to place you know, I think it was harder on John because he was a little older. And then coming to Saskatoon, when you guys met, you know, in grade eight, I remember you guys kind of hit it off, but I remember him having a harder time adjusting. I remember people were cheering for you, for you in, the, in the sprint because they didn't know who this kid, you know, from Sudbury, <laughs> Ontario, who's this guy who just kind of shows up out of the blue into into town, right? And I think John really paved the way for me and smoothed things out uh, in lots of ways. So, you know, John's... uh guidance and his experience when we go you know we'd go traveling uh one of the great experiences was going to greece and turkey going back to this experience when i went and visited where duncan disappeared uh that summer of 90 uh summer of 91 you know it was pretty phenomenal because i got to go with john for, for six weeks in greece and turkey climb mount olympus uh and i realized how much i loved my brother at that time when you know, I'm scared of heights, but we're getting near the top of the mountain, and, and I know he felt the same way because we discussed it afterward, but I was m- more scared for him than I was for me. I said I, you know, I don't want anything terrible happening to John, and that probably helped me because I was scared shitless. <laughs> 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 but I was worried about him, and I kind of you know put things in, in perspective as we went along, and I remember going to uh, uh, Turkey with the uh, uh, what was it? The bath of Cleopatra down in southern Anatolia that he went and was swimming. And I just remember him having such a smile on his face. Again, a lot of times going back to lakes or ocean, you know, the swimming and just, you know, frolicking, kind of enjoying life. And, uh, you know, John was so, you know, I think he needed more of that, to be honest. I think that was one of the things I, I helped to bring to his life is, you know, enjoy uh, de vive just to, you know, you know, let loose and have fun because, you know, he had that within him, but you, you had to, Coax it at times, you know, but once you got him going, <laughs> he was more than uh, happy to indulge. So he he was obviously the more uh, conscientious and thoughtful uh, before acting than I was. But well, I don't know, really, I don't know if this is the story, but we were, I remember being on a the castle, of Cushadasi. We'd gone to Ephesus, the Roman of being history buffs. We loved it. We had a great time. But we get back to this uh, uh, castle that we're over, uh, sitting um uh, in front of him and uh we're on the mediterranean uh cnc it's eag and and the the moonlight is flat you know uh, reflecting off the off the sea and you know, it's a romantic evening and we've just had this great trip together and uh he looks into my eyes and i look into his eyes and you know really we should be with somebody else right now <laughs> 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 it's romantic so you know in the utmost sense so really you know it wasn't uh yeah we we i remember going down to uh, a jeep safari on that trip too we went down and had a great experience and that and he he put up with me he i guess one of the lines said i hey, i think we've i've shared with you before and i've forgotten this is maybe the thing that uh Really stands out with uh, for me was John uh, teaching world religions and promoting it within the school system. And again, kind of showing John's multifaceted uh, insights and perspective: mind, body, spirit, the whole development of a person, but as a society as a whole. But he uh, he was reading the Tao of Pooh uh, for Taoism. He, he made the analogy comparison to me and Winnie the Pooh. You know, sort of like Winnie the Pooh. You know Dan just is <laughs> and that and that's the beauty of John, like you know he you know he, yeah, he, he he knew who I was, and uh he took it all for what it was and appreciated, and just uh, uh you know uh, was very appreciative of what I brought to the table, and I always appreciated that, and then finally, you know going back, you know so John passing with his uh Cancer unexpectedly at forty nine years of age it's it's already eight years since uh He's passed, but, you know, he's, you know, I always think I've got his ashes with me all the time. And also went to Lake Annette this past year to swim with my mm-hmm. on Father's Day for, uh, you know, my son. and But John's boys, Addison Alexander, we went and we swam, went out into Lake Annette where John had swam and dropped his wedding band. So we took the ashes of my dad uh, that are encased in glass with uh, the ashes of... Uh, uh, John, that are encased in glass, these little uh, uh, shards of uh, got about fifty of them. But you know, each one is is precious. And Addison and Alexander uh, carried John's sashes, and I took my dad's with Conlon, and we swam out, dropped them down. Addison dropped his early. I was going to get mad at him, but he said, "You know, they probably dropped it where he dropped the wedding band for Terry." Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was was appropriate as as we went through. And that was one of the things my dad mentioned when John passed. Was he said, "You know, he had a really hard time but he went." and he had those memories going back to Sudbury swimming in the lake and he said I went for one last swim with my son today in, in the pool you know because he you know, always remembered John yeah. coming and uh, spending that time together and that was just the, the bonding that uh, we would have and that's why I goes back to Waterton every year for last you know for 12 years I took my kids to Waterton because that's where my dad grew up finally with the uh, you know, my dad, I even, you know, I just, we were talking about the flood that we just had at the condo, but the neighbors came and they, they remember my dad is uh, such a friendly man and you know, caring, but his courage, the, the neighbor said, can I take a picture of your dad? Because it was a 20, it was a picture of him uh, in the, uh, in the seniors home, just you know 24 hours before he, he physically died, but he saw the light, in his eyes, and he said, I want, I want that picture because it shows his courage. I see, you know there, there's a lot of truth in those words because my dad uh you know he he was a great dad eh? you know, I, I, I couldn't ask for a better dad he loved john and i so much and uh, supported us but uh you yeah, know a lot of people didn't see that you know he, he you know, they often saw the old grizzly who'd yell you know he got kicked out of a few gyms in his, in his, <laughs> yeah, in his sure. time in his time and his overzealous uh behavior but he was uh Underneath the teddy, you know, in the teddy bear, there was a lot of love. And, and, you know, one of the things I forgot, like, he, he exposed me coaching indigenous games, the basketball, you know, the different things that we did coaching and, and then the indigenous culture that he, he helped to promote and seeing the beauty in all cultures and all people, uh, the traveling, seeing the world, you know, uh, the geography of north america but you know encouraged me to go and travel the world as a whole just to see people and places that you know every place and every person is unique and have great things to contribute and those you know three men really made me appreciate the world and feel you know instead of you know, you know it's it's a rough life it's it's a wonderful life and that they're still uh, still with me and uh, you know they the torch the light they provided helps me carry on in a in a positive way and they've been a positive influence uh, to this day.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, to a fault, maybe I could do no wrong. I mean, that's, you know, maybe that's why I'm so happy with who I am. Is you know, is, you know, you ask me what New Year's resolution <laughs> resolution do I want? I really don't want. It. I like who I am. I, why would I change? <laughs> <laughs> pursuing to get better but i'm not you know there's nothing you know particular I'm, I'm just happy with who i am and a lot has to do with duncan uh but more importantly my my brother and my dad are yeah. really you know what uh made me be as so content with
0: with who i am well oh, this has been marvelous okay i i never know what people are going to share but I'm always um, moved by the by the opening of the the window into a memory or in this case, you know, a, a lifetime. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I
1: wish I would have had,
0: you know, put down maybe more
1: a few more specifics as I, as I go. And they'll probably come to me later, which I'll regret. <laughs> but I just you know, I just know that those three men had a huge influence in shaping who I am and how I view the world, and uh, you know, the, how blessed i feel to to be where i am today it deals a lot
0: with those three individuals yeah that's that's beautiful and you know don't have regrets you're perfect the way you are <laughs> <laughs> prepare i don't know it's me i'm me you just are you just are so thanks dave yeah, i appreciate that
1: good. there is uh, you know like i said we could all improve but I, I i you know the fact that i'm always been comfortable in my own skin has a lot to do uh
0: with uh, what I've been exposed to in my yeah. brain, yeah, that's great. All right, uh, I think we'll shut it down there. But I really do appreciate you uh, you uh, oh. and doing this, and and uh, this uh, this is one of my harebrained things. And you've always been good for supporting harebrained things. I that's exactly, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> so. Th- thanks for having me. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. And sorry, you know, I, I do feel that I should. Yeah. I, you know, a few more specifics it wasn't a real uh, you know it wasn't a a laugh a uh, minute uh, story or anything but i just thought those guys you know deserved a little credit so
0: yeah definitely and uh, and you know when you do uh decide there are a few more details you want to share you can always come back perfect we'll like have a, the whole season, yeah, a whole season yeah a whole season dedicated new, new to you. Ver-
1: new version new yeah, version yeah then we'll come up with another story <laughs> yeah all right. Okay. all right thanks
0: excellent I hope you enjoyed Dan's stories and recollections. I always have a good time listening to him. If you would like to respond to what you heard, send me an email at storiestoldbyfriends@gmail.com at gmail.com or you can leave a voicemail message at 306-665-3101. Maybe we'll use your comments on the air. Hope to hear from you. See you soon.